I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Sixty years ago today, an early winter fog descended on the city of London. It lasted for four days. It was so thick that traffic came to a standstill, and the weather was so cold that people burned more coal. The smoke and fog mixed to create what's known as the Great Smog of 1952. As the world's Clark Boyd reports, it brought on thousands of premature deaths. Okay. London and fog have never been what you would call strangers. Charles Dickens put it well in Bleak House, fog everywhere, fog up the river where it flows among green airs and meadows, fog down the river where it rolls defiled among the tears of shipping and the waterside pollutions of a great and dirty city. And what happened in London in December of 1952? Well, that was about as dirty as you can get. The Great Smog of 1952 was the worst smog that London's ever seen. It's the ultimate pea super, the worst instance the city ever had. Georgina Young is Senior Curator of Contemporary History at the Museum of London. So there's a high-pressure system holding air over the city, and there's very little wind, and it is very cold. Everyone has their house fire on, and at that time, houses were normally heated by coal fires. And the smoke that those produced all went into this pocket of air over the city, and they were added to by emissions from industries, and they're all going into the same pocket of air that's not moving anywhere. A movie-turned cameraman drove through fog-shrouded London to report on the traffic chaos. The great smog invasion has caused a major dislocation of rail services. It's a menace, this choking, eye-watering smog. Iris Humphreys, who was 21 at the time, remembers how dirty it was. You know, we used to wear petticoats, and all the hems would be black, and their hair was grimy, and, and you, you could feel the grit in the air because it was some um, coal smoke, you know, made this heavy fog. And, and um, it, was, it was just choking and dreadful. And for some, deadly. Rosemary Merritt was a schoolgirl back in 1952. Her father worked at a London bus garage. He already suffered from bronchitis. Because of transport disruptions, he was forced to walk an hour and a half through the smog to get home. Merritt remembers him walking through the front door. He was not breathing very well and coughing quite a lot. Um, we went to bed and in the middle of the night I was woken by my mum banging like mad on next doors. My father had been taken worse and she was really worried about him because he was going blue apparently. Merritt says the doctor couldn't even make it to their house, so she and her mother tried to go and get medicine for him. We got to the doctor's eventually, picked up this tablet, came back home, and we were greeted at the front door by the neighbours that had looked after my dad to tell my mum he'd died. Rosemary Merritt's father was one of more than 4,000 people thought to have died as a result of the Great Smog of 1952. Dr. Robert Waller was working in London's St. Bartholomew's Hospital at the time. It was the combination of cold smoke with sulfur dioxide. People were dying in their homes and in the hospitals. They were mainly elderly people with existing cardiorespiratory disease. No one realized at the time that the numbers of deaths were increasing. There weren't bodies lying around in the streets. One of the first indications that things were happening was that undertakers were running out of coffins. Florists were running out of flowers. After four days, the deadly smog finally cleared. The British government formed a commission to recommend steps to ensure such a thing never happened again. In 1956, Britain's Parliament passed the Clean Air Act. It introduced a number of measures to cut down on the burning of coal. 
But today, on the 60th anniversary of the Great Smog, some say that London still has significant pollution problems. The environmental organization Client Earth said today that an estimated 4,300 Londoners now die each year as a result of air pollution. The culprit now isn't coal, the group says, but vehicle emissions. For The World, this is Clark Boyd. You got to check out these London landmarks in the Toxic Haze. We have some great picks from the Great Smog of 1952, all at theworld.org.